Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Well, earlier on in the show, as I introduced the show, I read out that uh, Water and Sanitation Deputy Minister David Mahlobo has now confirmed that 15 people have now died due to a cholera outbreak. I uh, also mentioned that Famila is carrying the story. Perhaps uh, the numbers have changed since I've come into studio. But uh, let's continue this conversation. Joining us now is Ferial Adam, the Executive Manager at Watercan. Ferial, good afternoon to you and thank you for taking the time for join- to join us. Good afternoon and thank you for having me on your show. So, Ferial, we are looking at the cholera outbreak. What are yeah. the causes of cholera? How do we ensure that water we drink is cholera-free? My first question to you, what is cholera? If you can just uh, define it and unpack it a bit. And what are its characteristics? What should we be looking out for to begin with? So so cholera is, is a bacteria. It's formed. It, it's a result of bacteria in whether it's water, food, um, and you ingest it. And that will impact on you as a person. Um, you would get, you know, as is seen, you'll get lots of diarrhea mm-hmm. and um, weakness and, you know, feeling nauseous and all of that. And the thing with cholera is the diarrhea is quite extreme. So you get um, high levels of dehydration. And, and that's when I think people would be hospitalized. Okay, so uh, we have the situation uh, brewing in Harman's Kral. We hope it's going to right. unbrew as soon as possible. Um, as I've mentioned at the beginning, when I before I introduced you, the latest statistic is standing at 15, I believe. Uh, quite a, a, over a hundred are now being hospitalised or affected uh, by this uh, outbreak. So, from your point of view. What brought about this cholera in Hammerstall? Given I, I read a, a bit of background to Watercan, you do research, you do investigations, and you do you do um, final reports on such on uh, water on water status right. situations. Am I correct? Right. Yes, we activist based organisation. We are an initiative of the organisation under tax abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, we test, we, we monitor, and we're building citizen science to test water around the country. So. Okay. Um, yeah. So regarding um, Hammond's Kral, what 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 are your finding? What is your perspective on this outbreak? So the one thing is, there's a few things. Um, they, they haven't really said the source, but having mm-hmm. said that, you know, so we don't know for sure where it's coming from. But having said that, we do know that the wastewater treatment work in that area has been uh, on a decline for more than ten years. Wow. It has, you know, no. So, so seriously, the you know the the communities there had no water. They had issues with uh, sanitation. They they organized around that for years. And in fact, even uh, we were there for some time working with the Hammersfall Residents Association. And then the this whole issue was taken to the Department of Water and Sanitation. Mm-hmm. And from there, it also went to the Human Rights Commission. And the Human Rights the South African Human Rights Commission issued a report saying that the water in Hammond's Kral is undrinkable. And that was, I would say, about three, four years ago, even not longer. And uh, in, as Alta, they also went to court to declare it um, a disaster. And there was a disaster fund set up that was supposed to be used to fix the wastewater treatment work. We don't know if that happened. Wow. So let's just recap. Three to four years ago, this transpired, and uh, now you, you could say it has festered to this point. Um, yes. So is this spreading? Do, do you get the impression that this is spreading even into the uh, main river a river outlet uh, located in that in, nor- in northern Kauteng? And uh, this could spread, and is it contagious? Yeah. 
Yeah, so yes, it's very contagious. Um, but oh the thing is, let's, I just want to, you know, let me talk about it. So if you have a wastewater treatment work that is not functioning properly, it's not treating the waste. Right. And the waste that goes there is sewage waste, industrial waste, pharmaceutical waste, mining, you know, it, it goes there. And if that water treatment plant is not, I mean, wastewater treatment work is not functioning properly, then you're going to have sewage into the rivers. And there was a report done by the Mail and Guardian a couple of years ago that said it's estimated that 50,000 liters of sewage flows into our rivers per second around the country, right? Wow. Now that is, so that is a high level. But then what has that got to do with sewage? We're saying that having high levels of sewage in your rivers is an indicator that there will be other pathogens and other bacteria that we need to be concerned about, like hepatitis, like cholera. And we've been saying that for a while that we need to test. Now, government is saying, and, and, and they need to investigate where this cholera outbreak comes from, because mm-hmm. it could be a few things. It could be the rivers and streams that people are living close to and the water is polluted. It could also be... Um, People have buckets and, you know, they might have uh, collecting water in those buckets, but the buckets might be um, infected somehow. Right. But also the water tankers that everyone, you know, because in Hammersfield they don't even have proper water. So there's water tankers that go out to the area. What we need to know is are those water tankers clean? Have they been tested? Are they cleaned regularly? And where are they getting their water from? So did so you... could be any one of those things. Right. So, very old, yeah, sorry, sorry to come in there. As I mentioned earlier, I, when I when I put the question to you, Watercan, are you involved with that by any chance? Are you also conducting investigations along with other authorities to look into this? So, so, so in terms of Hamansau, there's quite a few groups that are doing it already. Right. We are monitoring it from afar, but we are contemplating doing tests in the free state because there's Hamansau, but I, there's also reports of cholera cases in the free state. So that's something we want to look at as well. So, okay, going back to what you mentioned earlier on, could be, you know, like reservoirs, could be streams. There could be other sources that are creating leakage. Is are, are we saying, uh, not to create a panic, but of course awareness, that this could be, um, could, could spread uh, into the rest of the province and, of course, spread out from there? If it is in our rivers and streams, yes, it can. But, you know, Hamaskar is an example of what's going on around the country in terms of our wastewater treatment work. So if you look at government's own report on the Green Drop Report, which is a report on the state of our wastewater treatment plants, and it would show you that over 60% of our, our, our treatment work are actually critical at a critical level. So they're not functioning properly. Wow, Ferial, can, can, can I keep you on the line? There's just a few things I would like to unpack with you. Say after for me, it has just brought us a quick news update. It'll okay. be a specific about 30 seconds at the most. If you can just uh, hold the line and we'll come back to you just to unpack this a little bit more. Ferial Adam, Executive Manager at Watercan, joining us on the line about the recent cholera update, uh, outbreak rather. Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Thanks for me. If you just joined us, welcome to the 11.9 Chi FM Afternoon Overdrive. I'm Michael McKenna. We're busy looking at this cholera outbreak in uh, Hammond Scroll. Joining us now on the line is Ferial Adam, who's the executive manager at Watercan. Ferial, thanks for holding on for us. If we can continue from where we left off now, um, 
I was talking about the the situation of it could be spreading. You did confirm that it does mm-hmm. have this, uh, well, capability of spreading. Right now, we're also getting some alarming reports from the Free State. Yes. And the thing with cholera is that um, not everyone shows the symptoms. So there could be more people that are affected. Okay. Than, we, than we're seeing right now. The numbers could be much more. And until government does proper tests, around where they have wastewater treatment works that are failing and that are, you know, spewing out sewage into the rivers. Sure. Um, we won't know for sure the extent of the problem. And so that's what we're calling from. They need to test, and they need to test not just for E. coli, but for cholera and hepatitis because it affects our food systems as hepatitis well. Hepatitis also. Wow. Yes. Okay. And and we're saying that it's, you know, um, I listened to the deputy president, deputy minister today, and he was talking about, having a command center and multidisciplinary teams. This issue in Hamanskar has been going on for over ten, over 10 years. As you mentioned earlier years. on. Mm-hmm. And um, those command centers, you know, should have been done much earlier. Why do we have to wait for people to die before we actually put ourselves into gear to make a difference and to change things? And that is our concern. I think that people need to be held responsible Indeed. at local government level for this. Of course, Ferial, one, uh, if you take Alexandria Township, for example, and, uh, you know, settlements near rivers, this needs yes. to also be seriously looked into too. This is a contributing factor or contributing factors, you could say. And there's a Absolutely. lot of them. Absolutely. I mean, if you saw earlier this year, there were like three cases and everyone was like quiet, but it was mm-hmm. in big rivers. It was at the Yuxke yes. and it was at the Clipsbridge. And those are big rivers. Indeed. Um, so that means that we really need to start testing our water more regularly and make these results public. Ferial, okay, so um, indeed, make it public. So from a public point of view, as uh, as WaterCan, what can WaterCan advise the public right now whilst the, so what's it, emergency teams are getting their acts into gear to sort things out and whatever you, that's one thing. But what do we need to do? What do we need to guard against? What do we need to be mindful of as consumers right now? What does WaterCan suggest to the people listening out there? So, you know, it's very hard because in some of these areas, it's not affordable to go and buy bottled water. Mm-hmm. It's just not affordable. Um, and that's the concern. So for me, the first thing is, you know, government needs to be responsible and provide clean, safe drinking water. They need to test those water tanks so that people can have it. Until right. that arrives and happens, mm-hmm. I think people need to boil their water. Right. And, um, I mean, I think not just boil it, like boil it for a long time and then, and then use it sparingly. But I think that if we don't test our water, this is going to be a fear for, for a while. The only thing we can say is in the short term, for people to boil their water. Mm-hmm. Um, some people have suggested, and you know, it all depends because I have had examples where people have used too much, where you can have 20 liters of uh, water, you boil it, and you use like a teaspoon of of stick in it just to purify it. But people get the the, the, the um, quantities incorrect, and they can get sick. Indeed. So I think for now, just boiling the water, being very mindful of not using right. uh, rivers and streams for drinking, um, yes. and and also if you know for the water tankers, I think government needs to give us some clarity that those tanks are clean and that the water is safe to drink. We we ha- they have to test it.
Indeed, Ferriol. Well, you, you just mentioned something interesting here, but it all boils down to enforcement and monitoring uh, settlements and people, as you said, you know, like utilizing w- drinking water from rivers and streams yeah. and what have you and abusing, you know, like litter and pollution around these areas. Right. We can only hope that there's some kind of cleanup that's going to happen to avoid this in, 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 in the future. I mean, but Michael, this is not going to be a one-off. Can I just say no, sure. that no, the carry issues on. of cholera have been coming up since last year already, mm-hmm. and then government mm-hmm. poo-pooed it, saying, "Oh, it's uh, you know, it's people from Malawi or it's someone outside the country. It's not in our uh, country." The state of our water wastewater treatment work means that we have to test, and that there is very much right. the possibility that our waters are so polluted that we're going to have other kinds of diseases as well. Yeah. So I think that we must not wait for people to die before we act. Our water systems need urgent action. Which the government would stop scapegoating, stop blaming, and as you say, government goes into action and provides clean water and, you know, protects its citizens and does the appropriate thing. Very well, we can only hope this happens and things will be sorted out soon. We do not want the numbers to increase in terms of deaths uh, where the cholera outbreak is taking place at the moment. Very well, Adam, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon to give uh, Watercan's view on what is happening with the cholera outbreak right now. She is the executive manager at Watercan.